Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hi, guys. This is Alana. Welcome to the Praying Christian Women podcast. Happy 2020 to everyone. We hope that it was an amazing New Year's, amazing Christmas. We're recording this a few weeks early, so we haven't had Christmas or New Year's yet, but hopefully yours was great. So we're going to do something fun for today's show. What we have are just a whole bunch of questions reflecting on the past year, looking forward to the new year. We thought it would just be a neat way for Jamie and I to connect. And basically we were thinking, well, since we're going to be connecting, may as well have you guys listening in. So this is, I guess you could call it what, like our 20, 2019 debrief. <laughs> so, I like that. I think that's yeah. a good title for it. It'll be fun. So we have a bunch of random questions. Jamie hasn't seen any of them, and I haven't thought about them in a couple of weeks. So hopefully this will be fun and candid, and we'll get a whole bunch of, uh, I have no ideas. <laughs> I so, know from my end that will definitely be the case. I'm not good on the fly, but it's okay. It'll be fun. I'm looking right. forward to it. So right now, this is so funny because we're going to be talking about like 2019, but this is airing in 2020. We're in like this time vortex. It's so bizarre. But <laughs> So for right now, Jamie, and I should mention, for those of you who kind of want to um, not just be listening in for the fun of it, but these are all questions that you can be reflecting on for yourself, journaling about. We threw some of these questions up in the Praying Christian Women community, which is our Facebook group. So in addition to just being a fun way to connect, we thought that these would be just neat questions for you to take some time to pause, reflect about the past year. So Jamie... Thinking about life exactly a year ago, what are some of the things that have changed for you? So if I'm speaking from December pre-Christmas perspective, looking back, uh, we just celebrated, or I guess, I don't know about celebrate, but we just acknowledged the one-year anniversary mm -hmm. of the big Alaska earthquake, the November 30th, twenty. 18 earthquake. Mm -hmm. And so as I've talked about many times, most listeners would probably know that our home had some foundation damage and um, it was pretty extensive, pretty expensive. Didn't know if we could even get it done and save the house basically. And because of just God's grace and some financial aid from, you know, in the form of grants and disaster loans, we're able to do it, which is huge. So the biggest thing that is about to change is our house is about to get fixed. So after I never thought in a million years, it would take over a over year, a year. Yeah. yeah, for the whole process. But, um, but I would say our faith has grown through the process, just our patience has been developed and you know, I've learned about myself and some of my uglier moments and uglier thoughts mm -hmm. during the time mm -hmm. of just being mm -hmm. kind of a brat about it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> because in reality, we're able to live in the home while we wait for the repairs. Yeah. And there are people mm -hmm. that are definitely not that fortunate. Yeah. Um, 
So it's been a growing experience, but I'm extremely thankful. And as of the airing of this, we will have a totally raised and leveled house. Our foundation sank in you know, several places, but pretty much all sides sank to some extent and it kind of is tilted and all of that. But now at the, the time of this airing, it will be completely raised and leveled and we'll be in the process of then getting the roof put back on and, you know, some other inside repairs and things like that. So that's one very big change. Yeah. Well, and really exciting. I mean, yeah. that, that consumed a, a big chunk of your year, you it know, did. And yeah, just, figuring out all the logistics. Yeah. And, and I just, I want to find a way to commemorate it. I want, I, I, after mm-hmm. the house, you know, I was just thinking of different ways because I just want, especially for our kids to understand the gravity of what God did and just to understand yeah. how, because there, there have been so many little blessings along the way that I think have slipped through the cracks and we've forgotten right, about. So right. I want to go back and I was thinking about getting like a jar and some of those, you know, either marbles or whatever, something to right. bring and, or even rocks. Like we have some rock mm-hmm, collections from mm-hmm. trips we've gone on and just put one in for each blessing or, yeah. right, you know, something like that, right? A blessing on each thing or something cool. If you have any great ideas about counting your blessings, let me know and maybe I'll do it. Did you get many pictures of the damage and stuff like to your house specifically? Maybe yeah. even like a picture book, like, um, you know, I'm not oh. like, a, not a kid's picture book, like a photo book. Yeah. You know? Like a before and after, almost like, um, idea. almost a scrapbook. Like maybe the kids could even write their memories and that's a really good idea. Find it all up. That's a great idea. And I wish I had gotten a picture. Oh, maybe I did get pictures, but I wish I had gotten a picture of some of the, like, I don't think we got many pictures right after with all the stuff on the ground and the lizard's right. broken and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But It's not really in your mind. <laughs> no, it's I want not. a picture of this. I want to remember this forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know for us a year yeah. ago. We had actually, like, 2018, we moved twice, and that was pretty crazy. Mm -hmm. So we were basically just a couple weeks into our new home when the earthquake hit. Thankfully, we didn't have as severe damage as you guys did. But um, I think for us, a big part of where we were last year at this time was just, you know, adjusting to a new town, looking for a new church. That was a stressful process. Um, You know, just figuring out all those things that you need to figure out when you move to a new place in terms of like, you know, what doctors you take the kids to, all of that. Um, That's probably the biggest thing that was going on a year ago. And, you know, even now it feels, sometimes it feels strange. Like, wow, we've been here over a year. And other times it's like, wow, we've only been here about a year. You know, it's just kind of funny how that time vortex works. So um, what were you excited about? a year ago. Hmm. Uh, I think I was excited about traveling to see my dad and my stepmother and my in-laws were going to meet us there. We all spent Mm -hmm. Christmas together and just getting away from the house. Yeah, that was huge. You know, because and the earthquake stuff just and yeah. all the aftershocks. And, oh, yeah, because yeah, at that point, it, they were still going strong. You Daily, know, you never yeah. know when you're going to get a, a mm-hmm. shaker. And it was yeah. kind of traumatic. We had one this morning. I was I sitting there. 
Yeah, we had one this morning and I was sitting there working on the computer and I had like such a panic because it was a violent quick one. It was just, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I, I stood up and I started running to the door and I was thinking, are there kids in the house? Cause <laughs> my kids were right, at school, but right. my fir- I was so engrossed in what I was doing. Where are the I was kids? like, yeah. where are the kids? I got to get the kid. Oh, it's over. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, just getting, getting away was the one thing. Um, at that time, so our podcast, and this is hard for me to believe. So praying Christian women started like not long. It was the, the like fall, late summer, early fall. Yeah. Early so fall we had only last it year. for a couple months. Yeah. So I was still, yeah, really excited because we were still working on working things out. And yeah. Just at beginning energy, there was a lot of logistics to figure out. Yeah. And yeah. New website. We had a new website. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Remember we we ran into a big problem with like the logo. Do you remember how long of an ordeal that was? Yes. Like we tried hiring a couple different people. Finally, like you just made a logo and it's the same one we're using now. It is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think last year at this time I was excited about, I'm sure I was excited about different writing projects. You know, I can't even remember what I was writing at the time, but I know I was excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. That's probably, you know, I've always got book stuff going on in my brain. Um, all right. So how about this? If you from today could go back and tell you from one year ago, one thing, what would it be? It would be just one, just one thing. Just one. Well, and since the theme, I hate to be kind of a, you know, like only talking about one Will thing. Will you stop talking about this earthquake, Jamie? Nobody earthquake. else even heard that we had one. <laughs> right? Like, what's the big deal? So, but if, if I'm thinking about the me, because I remember very specifically, and I've shared this on a number of occasions, but right about this time last year, it might even be like to the day, because I remember it was just like a week before we were about to travel. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking, I do not, I am not in the mood for Christmas. And I felt convicted about that. And I felt like Mm. what on earth, you know, Christmas is not about you. It's about Jesus. And of course Mm -hmm. you don't have to feel like you're ready for Christmas. So I got an advent calendar out and I just remember the house was still kind of a mess. Like there was still stuff all over the place where it shouldn't be. And the doors weren't working right. And I just sat there in the middle of just chaos. And I told the kids, let's just do this advent thing. And it was um, one of Ann Voskamp's, like, uh, it was the Jesse Tree thing mm-hmm. where it goes through the whole history from Genesis to right. Jesus. And my one of my kids was reading the part, um, it was the one, we, we had to make up a lot because we had not done Advent, the calendar, for very many days. And he got mm-hmm, to the one mm-hmm. where it was um, Abraham and Isaac walking up the mountain. And then, you know, Abraham was supposed to sacrifice Isaac and he knew that he was going to do this. And so at the very end, my son read the scripture about like, and it just said something about how, and about God providing. And Mm -hmm. as he said that, I just, you know, cause I had been praying, God, just give me something. I need a word from you. And he just gave me this, like, as my son was reading, it was like, you know, when you're reading the Bible and you get the like neon sign kind of effect. Right, you're like, Oh, right. that scripture's for me. So mm-hmm. I would tell, and, and God gave me that like assurance. I am the provider. Like I'm already providing and mm-hmm. you know, I, it, it's going to take time, but I am providing. And so I would tell the me back then 
hold on to that because I had that's what I've held on to. But there have been times when I thought, was I just imagining that? Like I know God will provide <laughs> in the general sense, but I didn't know in what way. Right. So I would just tell the me back then, like, you know what? It's all going to work out great. You're going to have so many blessings that you won't even be able to count. Just mm-hmm. hang in there and and glorify God in the not knowing because there's so mm-hmm. much power in praising God and glorifying him, even when you don't know the outcome. And there's yeah. just a privilege in that, that I don't have now. Cause I know that it's going to work out, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So not to put you on the spot, but I'm going to put you on the spot. So <laughs> let's say that you could go back if you wanted to and make it so there was no damage to your house at all. Do you think that, I mean, would you be like, yeah, of course. Or would you have to think about that? Or would you be like, no, I definitely would want to go through. I mean, I know right now on this side, you've got a great outlook on it, but if, if you literally could decide to change the past and not have to go through that, would you? Well, you can't let my husband watch this because he might, (laughs) I don't know what he would do, but no, I wouldn't change it. I would not. I would not. Now, if someone had been injured, if someone had died, if even our lizard had lost his poor little tail, like maybe my Mm, answer would be different. (laughs) But, Mm -hmm. um, but no, I wouldn't. I feel like for our children, it was such a valuable experience for them. Um, it was scary for them, but it yeah. was um, a growth experience for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like I gained confidence in our schools through it because I saw what, cool. they were, uh, what they were like in a disaster situation and mm-hmm. they were amazing. Um, yeah. And I feel like our family and just me personally – um, you know, cause it's all about me, but I, <laughs> I feel like I've grown in my faith and my understanding of just being able to continue and continue mm-hmm. to trust God and, and that he will, I think the biggest lesson that I've learned is when you're at your lowest spot and you cry out to him, he's going to give you a word. He's going to give you something. Yeah, you know? yeah. And mm-hmm. so I don't know, but anyway, I wouldn't yeah. change it. I wouldn't. That's cool. Yeah. That's neat. Well, for me going back to, yeah, if me today could talk to me a year ago, <laughs> this sounds a little bit depressing, but <laughs> I'd probably be like, hold on. <laughs> that would be my word. <laughs> yeah. Just You know, it's been just the last two years have been pretty up and down. And I think like, it's fine. I know we all go through seasons like that, but I think I, I had gotten just where for quite a few years, you know, basically from the time we moved, um, and proceeding that like until we got Silas off his feeding tube, like it felt like things were just slow and steady and peaceful. We had just, our family had years of things just running really pretty smoothly. And then the last two years have been a lot more, you know, up and down and up and down. And I think I would just go and tell myself, Hey, you know, it's going to be another one of those years. Oh, there's my dog again. That's okay. You know, <laughs> and Kitty agrees. Agreeing with you. She's giving her amen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so this next section is just a bunch of lists of your biggest. So what was um, your biggest challenge of the past year? I know we've probably both already a little bit talked about it, but do you want to put a different spin on it? Yeah, I want to, I feel like I want to, hmm. I'll start so you have time to you think about start. it. You start, yeah, because yeah. I, I, yeah, you start. Yeah. I think my biggest challenge has come just from, <laughs> Kitty, my goodness, 
<laughs> don't know if you guys can hear that my dog's whining. So my biggest challenge, you know, it's hard for me to say the whole year because, of course, I'm thinking about the last like three or four months. Right. <laughs> but I know it's been creatively a more difficult year than some years just with some writer's block. And I think a big thing for me was just feeling a little bit pulled in too many directions. I ended up like starting a new series of like courses and books for authors. And I've really enjoyed doing that, but it definitely took mental energy away from the fiction stuff. So I think for me, the biggest struggle that I had this year on the creative side of things was just, I wouldn't, I don't want to say finding my balance, but I would say maybe like just narrowing down my focus. I felt like mm -hmm. I was a little bit too um, too scatterbrained in the projects. You know, I had a really bad case of shiny object syndrome all year. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. oh, this sounds fun. <laughs> yeah. What but about you? Well, but I love that about you that you have so, like, I remember talking to you one time and you're like, I have so many ideas for books. There's no way I could ever write them all. Mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. and sometimes I have that opposite problem where I'm right. like, got to muster up the creative. Yeah. But, so <laughs> yeah. I love that about you. You have so much uh, it for sure is a blessing. Yeah. Creativity. And it, yeah, yeah. It's better than being short of ideas for mm -hmm. sure. Well, I would say my, one of my biggest challenges this year was, so I transitioned from having one young kid at home and two mm -hmm. in school to having all three in school. And I, I think, and I sort of knew this before going into it. I had this idea that I was going to have all of this time. Mm -hmm. and that it was just going to be this vacuous like space of time. What are you ever going to do with this? Your house is going to be perfect. You're right. going to get so much work done. You're going to, and that time, I think it's partly my personality. Some of it was like really good stuff though, that I filled it with, but you know, <laughs> like I'm in the kids' schools like three times a week, you know, or actually mm -hmm. five days a week. So depending on which, so I have three kids in school. I'm at my oldest school two to three times a week and at each of the other kids classes once a week. So that's five days mm -hmm. and just for a few couple of hours. But I feel like that is really good. But at the same time, I just, I have this problem with over scheduling myself. Right. Right. And in some ways it's good. So I would say finding balance. It seemed like every mm -hmm. year that's my big struggle mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because I have, and it's kind of a different sort of the same thing you're talking about. Absolutely. Yeah. Having too many irons in the too fire. Too many things that you could be doing and having a hard right. time narrowing down your focus. Right. Yeah. So I've sort of gotten into a rhythm, you know, with the, the schedule where I have a, you know, like an hour and a half before I go to the school I have an hour and a half when I get back before I pick up kids. And so I can compartmentalize my work, which is good. Mm -hmm. But if I throw anything else into that, I, right. I feel like my biggest problem is I have grown to, um, like I'm not, like when it comes to people and, mm -hmm. and anything mm -hmm. beyond just my very basic meeting my family's needs right. and schedule and doing mm -hmm. the work that I want to do also for the podcast and writing. Like I, don't have any room for free time yeah. with people. So I'd like to fix mm -hmm. that and find mm -hmm. a way. So if I could look forward 
one of the things I'd really like to see is for me to be able to just say, oh yeah, I'd love to have coffee with you today. Let's go right. hang out without mm-hmm. saying, hmm, let me see. In five weeks, I have a 30 minute I know. Well, you know, I've noticed even in just like, hey, you want to chat? You know, like last year, that was pretty easy because you were home. (laughs) You know, now we kind of have to work around. So, yeah. So I'm, I'm working on downsizing and cutting back a little bit with the number of days that I'm out so that I have more Mm -hmm. free days to, to be able to just be spontaneous and, you know. That's cool. Yeah. One of my resolves for 2020 is, you know, and and, it's so funny. I realized just in the last month or two, I realized that when I talk about my plans, I need to recognize that I see my plans as a kaleidoscope. Have I given you my kaleidoscope analogy yet? I don't think so. Okay. So I see my plans as a kaleidoscope. So if you and I are having a talk right now, I'm going to tell you exactly what appears, but you know, like an hour from now, it's going to be different. And a week from now, it's going to be totally different. And I mean, I'm sure you out of everybody, like you and my husband probably know this the most about me because of all the times, like we've had ideas for praying Christian women and we're like, let's do this, let's do that, let's do this. And then like a week later, I've moved on. (laughs) Like that's my shiny object syndrome at its worst. But um, but I don't know, because I would say like you do, I mean, you do have ideas and then they change or shift, mm-hmm, but I always mm-hmm. feel like they're evolving rather than yes. just changing. And I that's think that's a, way a to look at it. good thing. I like mm-hmm. that about you. Yeah. No, but evolution is evil. Remember? Right? It's from right. the devil. We don't believe in evolution. So no, but we do believe in kaleidoscopes. We do because <laughs> they're pretty. <clears throat> so my kaleidoscope plan right now is to kind of go back to making fiction more of the focus. And are you laughing? Cause I've said this to you, like, no, I, I'm, I'm laughing at, at how we said that, that evolution was the devil and that, oh. oh no, but kaleidoscopes are pretty. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were laughing at me. Cause like how many times truly do you think that we've had like an exact same conversation? The like fiction, this? the fiction conversation. <laughs> Always going back to fiction. Yep. Yeah. But again, I'm going to go back though, because I feel like each time you, you know, you, you know that fiction is your priority and that Mm -hmm. that is what you're called to first of all of the Mm -hmm. different things you're Mm -hmm. involved in. But I feel like you do these other things and then you can pare back, but then the stuff will stick that's supposed it's to. It's true. So it's tr- I think it's healthy. It's spaghetti on the wall. Yeah. yeah. I don't consider it to be like wishy-washy or changing your mind or anything. I think okay. it's, it's always, you're, you're constantly sending those feelers out like, God, okay, so what about this? And then you hear back, that's okay, true. But, but fiction, but fiction. And so yeah, yeah, that's true. That, that's a very gracious way to look at it. I think I've been really hard on myself lately about that because mm-hmm. um, the way I see it, like I get ideas, I do them, and then I realize, oh, I'm supposed to just do fiction. And then I get, you know, real focus for two or three months. Then I get more ideas. I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this. You know, even before I started writing, this is so me. My husband looked at me. He said, did you know that you always have a project? And, you know, so like whatever that would have been, like back before I started writing, it was, you know, things for youth group or... I don't even remember all that, but he's totally true. You know, it's totally true. Kind of like when you have free time, you're going to fill it with, you know, like volunteering and serving, you know, like when I have free time, I'm going to fill it with some kind of 
project and do it. So that's very interesting. That's really yeah. an interesting observation. But you are, you're an ideas person. And mm-hmm. so like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's very cool. But no, even just talking through it, like, like I said, I think I have gotten to be a little bit too hard on myself about that instead of just being like, yeah, this is, this is how I am. And I have a lot of ideas and some of them I follow through on. <laughs> No, I, I follow through. I just f- feel scattered in the process. Well, you, you follow through with a lot of ideas. I honestly don't yeah. know anybody that, because you don't just, I mean, there are dreamers, but you're not a dreamer. You're an ideas person because right. you, you have a lot going on. You know what I am? I'm done. an ideas person with like a dreamer's mindset. So that's actually makes it more stressful because once I dream the dream, I feel like I have to like follow through on right. everything. <laughs> Yeah. So then you're running ragged, but yeah. 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 Okay. So back to the biggest and back to kitty barking at us. What was your biggest area of personal victory or growth this year? My, my 10 minute timers, like for my cleaning routine. Uh huh. So you're still keeping up with that. Yeah. And I, I'm not as mili- so for those of you that haven't heard me talk about this, I think I've talked about it before, but I, I came to realize that when I clean, like I just, I've always had a hard time. And when I say clean, I don't mean like windows. I mean, tidying up the house, mm-hmm. dishes, laundry, picking up, vacuuming, that just maintenance basic stuff, maintenance yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just, it, I get overwhelmed and I can get it really, really clean. And then it just deteriorates and I don't maintain So in order to help myself, I just, one day I prayed, I was like, God, please help me figure out what my problem is. Why can't I do this? And I just pictured like what it was like when I was cleaning. And I realized I go, I'm very slow. Like I just take my time Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I like to listen to podcasts or do other stuff. So basically I thought, well, you know what? The last time that I really got a lot done was when someone was coming over and I had like 10 minutes to straighten up. Right. And I made a huge difference. So I thought, well, I'll just set a timer for 10 minutes and -hmm. pretend like somebody's coming over. Yeah. And and I'll just, and I thought rather than just being random, I'll say, okay, I'll set a 10 minute timer and I'll say, I have to have the living room cleaned up in 10 minutes. Go. And I went and I Mm -hmm. I was like, wow, this is fast. Well, let me do a load of laundry. And so I figured out, so now I know. So since I've been using this 10 minute timer thing, I know about how long things will take. So when I see a big, huge mess, instead of thinking, oh my goodness, this is overwhelming. I think, oh, that's like three 10 minute timers. I'll see, okay, there's laundry, there's vacuuming, there's folding, there's whatever, there's Mm -hmm, picking mm -hmm. up. And so it's been revolutionary. Now I don't always, I'm not as militant about setting the timer now, Uh but I do go back to that when I really need to push. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's, it can give you that inspiration and then you need that focus again and then you can go back yeah. to it. That's really cool. That's it super is. exciting. But yeah, I'm, I'm way faster at getting stuff done now because I'm aware of the fact that I need to push myself. Right. Right. Well, I would say for me, one area of neat growth is um, I've been a lot more conscious about just fitness type stuff this year. Mm-hmm. Like I've always been active. I've always walked and I usually do like a lot of stretching, but I've been really resistant to any kind of strenuous exercise or weightlifting or things. And some of that goes back to like when I was a teen, I had a really, really like off balance relationship with exercise where I would mm-hmm. like beat myself up. Like I would, I could literally do like four hours of aerobic stuff downstairs because I thought I had overeaten the day before. Mm-hmm. And so it got to where as an adult, like anything that left me sore 
would kind of bring me back to that like feeling of, I hate my body. I need to punish myself. Exercise is a punishment, Mm -hmm. you know, and we got a gym membership this past year. And, you know, I could tell there were a couple days where I did overdo it and I got sore and I had that same feeling of just, Mm. I feel terrible. Like not just my body hurts, but you know, just all of the psychology that gets wrapped up in that. Mm -hmm. But I've actually gotten so much better. Like I think maybe out of the whole year, like I think that's happened. I remember two times and maybe like one or two other times it also happened. So I feel really good that I'm able to like do some weight type stuff. Like I started, there was this one chest machine where I couldn't even do it like at the 20 pounds, which was the lowest setting, you know, now I can do it at about 40 pounds. Like it's just, it's pretty nice to see that and to realize that like when I, when I don't overdo it, I still am careful because I know that if I overdo it, it can send me back into that bad feeling. Mm -hmm. But when I don't overdo it, I actually do feel just relaxed and like it, it releases tension in my body and things like that. So I'm really, I'm thankful for that. And some of that has to do with, you know, actually having the gym membership and some of it too, just has to do with, you know, I feel like God's brought me a degree of deliverance from all of those like bad feelings I had as a teen, you know, about body image and all of that. Mm -hmm. Um, And some of it really, like, I feel some of it's just that my kids are older, you know, like they can be on the exercise bikes while I'm doing this and it's not a big deal. You know, like, I think there's a certain age that up until they're like doing something like that's really hard, (laughs) you know, when you have young kids. Right. Cause you can't take a four-year-old to the gym. Yeah. Yeah. You can't just have them stand by you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So some of it's too, just like I'm getting to just really appreciate, um, the parenting stage right now. So our kids are nine, 12 and 13 and just, you know, things are on that front are going well. And it's just, it's nice to, to know that they, you know, they can be independent. If one of them has to run to the doctor, I can leave the two older ones at home, you know, things like that. That just are just little blessings that make life easier. I really have appreciated a lot this year. That's very cool. Yeah. All right. So back to biggest, this is our last of the biggest. What was the biggest change in this past year? My biggest change is going from, is being at home mm-hmm. with all kids at school. Yeah. Meaning you're yeah. at the school more than you ever were before. <laughs> right. But yeah, but there is just, I still, when I am at home, I, I think to myself, well, I could do something just whatever, you know, like I, I have yet to just go shopping or, you know, mm-hmm. like I haven't done something, but yeah. like I could, I could just go out and go shopping. <laughs> And, or I could, and I used to use as an excuse, like you talk about fitness and exercise Mm -hmm. and I used to kind of use my kids as an excuse. Right. I don't want to have to pay for a babysitter or whatever. And, um, to go to the gym and we don't have a gym Mm -hmm. membership right now, but I could go for a walk. I did walk around the block when I dropped the kids off to school at the Mm -hmm. elementary school. It was a beautiful morning and I just spontaneously just walked around the block. Like that is nice. Yeah. The sun was just peeking up and it was really Mm -hmm. pretty. So, you know, it's, it's a whole new world having kids in school. It's very different. And for sure. Yeah. You're going to, just because you know me so well, you're going to laugh at this. We're, we're actually switching gyms at the end of this year. Our contract for this one is up. And my husband, he's been getting way more into powerlifting. And so he found a gym that's um, just better suited for his like weightlifting needs. And it's got a walking track. 
And I am so excited because, you know, as much as I love to pace, I I can't do treadmills very well. They hurt my ankles. Yeah. And I haven't, I haven't used it yet. Like we're still in the process of switching over, but like just this idea that I could go and show up somewhere. It doesn't have to be nice out, like, and just walk for two hours. Like, oh man. Heck yeah. That's exciting. (laughs) I'm so excited. It's your dream. Now all you need is windows all around the whole thing. Exactly. And all the house plants I know. And all the house plants. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. The one thing we've gone in the evening a couple times and it's really loud because they do like basketball games and stuff there, but I'm Mm -hmm. hoping that during the day it'll not be quite so loud. Oh, that's Um, cool. Yeah. I'm sure during the day it would be a little more quiet. Oh, and this is cool. So it's upstairs. It's like a balcony. So you can like look down and see the basketball courts. Um, Oh, that's entertaining. My middle son is, you know, this really, really scared of heights, but Mm -hmm. um, he was able to like, he didn't walk the whole track, but he was able to walk basically down one corridor of it to get to one of the rooms we were going to and he did okay. So I'm actually hopeful that this might give him good oh good experience, you know, overcoming that. Oh, yeah. and speaking of, I am deliberately trying to overcome my fear of fish. So wow. um, you know, we've got our our two pet bearded dragons now. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, once Anywhere from like every week to every other week, we've got to go to the pet store to get them, you know, food and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I always make it a point to um, to look at the fish tanks. And most of the time, if I feel like it's not going to ruin me for the day, like I'll actually walk by them. And like, I still don't like it. I'm getting like all nervous and squeamish just talking about it, but I've been doing it. And that's pretty cool. That is really cool. So, yeah. This made me feel real squeamish as you're talking about that because it reminded me on the way to Homer, there's like this buoy graveyard. (laughs) Have have you seen it? No, I just, (laughs) I just love that I have a friend whose phobia is stranger than mine. (laughs) Every time we go by, I mean, and it's like, oh, (laughs) it's, it's, it's just this area and there's like this really cool. So they're like, they're land, they're on land. Yeah, they're on land and you just see them as you're going through. And I mean, like, I think that my, it just gives me the heebie-jeebies to go buy it because you see them and they're all there. And my, my kids are always like, let's go down there, mom. And you can touch the buoys. My fear of buoys though is more so, it does kind of give me a little squeamish, but there are, there are places we've gone that have like buoys or like the big, like whatever float things that they use for Mm -hmm. crab pots. And I'm okay. It does make me squeamish. The thing that makes me squeamish about buoys is like the rope or chain or whatever it is that goes Mm. down. That could be slimy. Yeah. It's all like slimy. Yeah. What is it? Moss or something. Who knows? Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. Anyway. That's funny. But whatever. Yeah. (laughs) So our worst vacation would be like where there are fishermen in an area with buoys and neither of us would be okay. That's right. Fish (laughs) swimming around. Anyway. Oh, stop. I'm going to stop right there. Right there. All right. All right. Let me go back to our list. Let's redeem this time. Um, All right. So we're moving on. So we finished the biggest. Now we're on to one word. So what's one word to describe the past year? I'm bad at this because I'm not concise. Um, I think your word can be unconcise. Unconcise. (laughs) I had such an unconcise year. Sprawling. (laughs) Sprawling. I think in our group, in the praying Christian women community, I think I put journey because I felt like the journey, it was, it was, there was a journey Mm -hmm. of 
I was thinking about our home and the damages mm-hmm. and getting funding and getting repairs and stuff. But then I was also thinking just how God just carried us through the whole thing. And so I think I switched mm-hmm. it and I said, Hey, how about carried? Because Oh, I, just, I like that. You know, I felt like God just carried us through. And even in the things that at the time seemed like they were bad, like things that we wanted to get done sooner, just as one of many examples, we were going to have, we, we wanted to get the repairs done sooner. And we, if, if they had been done sooner, they would have missed some damage that had been done that once the thaw happened, our mm-hmm. house sank more and there was just more mm-hmm. ability to see the damage and exactly the extent of it. And I feel like if we had gotten the repairs done before oh, that, maybe yeah. that would have been missed. But that's just one of many things where I feel like yeah. even the curveballs were God's way of guiding us in the right direction. Right, for sure. Yeah. yeah, I think this year for me, it's definitely been, you know, like a growing year, uh, maybe a stretching year. I think that, like I said, I'm at a stage like right now as we talk where I feel like I've, I've been really critical of myself because I haven't been, you know, at peak performance for the last couple months. But um, looking back over the whole year, like I, there are some really neat things. Like I, I looked at just the list of the books I had published. I'm like, wow, that was a lot more than I thought. Because like in my mind, okay, so I published a novel last summer and then I didn't publish another one until this month. Like that's not my typical schedule. So I'm looking at the whole year being like, what a wasted year. But no, like there was a lot going on. Um, I feel also like I'm doing better at just knowing myself and communicating that to myself as well as to others and being okay with that in terms of like, well, you know, yes, maybe most people think I should get involved in this ministry, but I don't have time for it and I'm not going to, you know, things like that. Just being okay with maybe setting some some boundaries that before I wouldn't have been okay to do. Like one of the struggles for me this year is that this year, as opposed to before we moved, the um, the schedule's a lot more fluid, you know, so instead of like Monday through Friday, all look the same. And I know that from noon to 3 p.m., I'm going to be working on my writing and then I'm going to work on writing after dinner. Like that was kind of my schedule for a couple of years. It was very set, very structured. And we were just living in a super small town where nothing else was going on. So it was, you know, it worked to be that structured. And here there's just, there's a lot more things, you know, there's this home group this night and this therapy appointments for this kid this day and these homeschool things randomly throughout the week. And like in a way that's fun, but in a way it's been hard for me to adjust just my own work schedule to that. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I feel like, I don't know, like it's been a stretch for sure, going back to just feeling a little bit busier, but also being okay with having better boundaries than I would have otherwise, you know, um, compared to like previous years when before, like when we lived in Anchorage, we were so busy and like it worked for our family at the time, but I I wouldn't want to go back to that kind of schedule. And I think now that we're living in a bigger area, it could be pretty easy to just just slip back in. Yeah. Have every single minute booked. Mm -hmm. And, um, so yeah, I, I'd say that that's an area where I, I think I've, 
grown and just some of it honestly is probably I'm older and I get tired more easily <laughs> you know so like I'm trying to put a positive spin on it but probably I'm just like you know some crotchety old woman who'd rather be at home than going out <laughs> that's funny I feel like that too I recently I was just thinking am I like I'm like my grandmother you know I just feel like I'm <laughs> I I feel like I am just more tired I think that yeah yeah but maybe I just need more vitamins I don't know yeah there's We're, that yeah. <laughs> so my husband had great news for us in Alaska. 11 more days, Jamie, 10 more Until days. Until the solstice? And then we get more sunlight. Wow. So. Do you know what's funny? I have actually, of all of the winters, I've enjoyed the darkness this what? winter. I know. I don't know. Because it matches the dreariness in your soul. Is that what you're saying? Yes. I used to be worried yes, about you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I'm, I'm wearing all gray every day just to match. <laughs> no, it's, I don't know what it is. I think it's because maybe we had an extended fall. And so it we wasn't did have a wintry. nice long fall. I don't know. But whatever it is, I think part of it honestly is what I've started doing at my sink. Uh, I decided that I wanted to do something because I spend so much time in the kitchen. Anyway, when I'm at the sink, I light a candle. So for my birthday mm -hmm. this year, I bought myself this like thing of these like, uh, like essential oil scented candles. Me. Uh -huh. And so I just light a votive candle in the mm -hmm. window as I'm doing dishes. And like when it's dark outside, mm, that's it nice. yeah. feels cozy. And like, I just, I don't know. I've actually I'm all about the cozy. <laughs> it's cozy, but I yeah. I just like um I don't know. There's been something about the darkness that has been it just feels special about yeah, being in Alaska because it gets light later, it gets dark mm -hmm. sooner. I don't know. But and I think also I, I don't know. I think there was that extended fall that made me okay with it. It doesn't seem like this winter sure. stretching on. That's a good way to look at it. I have a friend who just, I love her outlook. And at first I thought that she was just like being cliche, but this is truly how, like she loves winter because if you didn't have winter, like what's there to appreciate about the rest of the year? Right. <laughs> like, okay, well, yes, there's that. <laughs> well, but we haven't had a lot of snow. That's the thing yeah. is like right now our grass is bald in most spots know, it's because weird, we've had it? another thaw. And mm -hmm. again, but you know what? I not to claim that God has done this just for us, but <laughs> has it helped with the house remodel? It would have been a lot more expensive. Um, uh -huh. and it still could be cause it's still a couple of weeks before they do it, but it, it would be, a, it's a lot more expensive when they have to like use thawing stuff. I don't even know what they do okay. honestly to thaw the ground around the house mm -hmm. before they excavate. Um, but, and it's funny because our roof also needs to be replaced. And my husband was really fearful about having a ton of snow on the roof and then it melting into right. the house. And yeah. it, we haven't had that much and it's gone now. Mm -hmm. So, and we mm -hmm. haven't, yeah. So anyway. That's cool. No, that definitely is convenient. So um, what are some answered prayers from this past year? Um, one answered prayer is I feel like, this has been a prayer. So my, my 13 year old plays hockey, as you know, and some of our listeners might know, and he wasn't sure about the team that he was going to be on. He, we've been oh, on, right. we were on a house team, which is just non-competitive. I mean, they do compete, but they're not like in a, it's a difference. They don't travel as much. They don't, you know, it's, 
house versus the competitive comp teams. So he was on the lower level teams for several years. We had a great team, great hockey family there. And he had an opportunity to try out for a comp team. And I didn't really want him to. I just wanted to stick with what we were doing and what we knew. But we prayed about it. And my husband really felt strongly that he should at least try out. And to make a long story short, um, he did make the team. It was extremely hard to switch. It was, but but it was a big answer to prayer because he's learning things that are going to help him play more safely when he, That's when great. he tries out for high school hockey because mm-hmm. they do checking and all these other things anyway. Um, but another thing pertaining to that is every year he has prayed that his Tuesdays would be free for youth group. And mm-hmm. that is like, I mean, just it's a small miracle, but every year yeah. Thursdays have been free. And That's cool. so, yeah, with the exception of a few days here and there, he's been able mm-hmm. to go to youth group. So that's really neat. So that's, that's awesome. Kind of a fun answer to prayer. Yeah. 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 We've had that's a lot nice. of things with the kids, just, you know, like health things that have gotten taken care of. Um, I don't think I told you, did I tell you when I had to take my youngest to the doctor? It was just, I think it was just yesterday or maybe the day before. So he'd had this cold and really it was just a cold and we're always like, yeah, just it's cold, you know, mm-hmm. get rest, drink fluids, no biggie. But we took his temperature and it was uh, 94.9. And so I switched thermometers. We took it again and it was the same. Whoa. So, yeah. I called the family doctors like, um, yeah, take him to the emergency room. <laughs> oh my gosh. And do you know what? Like, we got there and his temperature was 98.1. I think he just didn't have it under his tongue well enough. Oh my goodness. That's so scary. I was thinking, what could that be? Oh, I know. I know. And I mean, like part of me was like, oh man, that's two hours out of my morning. But anyway, I'm totally glad he was okay. We've had, you know, just things like that. He had a really um, painful knee that kept sort of like sliding out of place and that's gotten resolved. So just, we've had a lot of things that could have been more serious health-wise that have just turned out fine. Uh, we had, so that's huge. Yeah. We actually, I was just thinking we had kind of a health thing. It's not a huge deal, but it's a, it's a health issue that one of our kids had had mm-hmm. that, um, that is like just about totally resolved. And Yay. I just look back to this time last year and how frustrating mm-hmm. it was for me and for him. And yeah. yeah. And so it's like pretty much totally resolved. And I'm, I'm like, wow, God, thank you. That's huge. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it funny to look back like at the things that you were most worried about five years ago? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, like I, I used to devote 80% of my mental energy a day to this and now I don't even think about it at all. You know, even mm-hmm. huge things like Silas's feeding tube. Right. Like we've been without it for six years. I don't think about it. I'm I'm sure I've gone a week without even thinking about a feeding tube, you know? Yeah. Whereas before, I mean, that was that was that just was your our, life. It was hourly, you know, having to worry about that thing. So mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. Well, how about um, we're getting close to wrapping up, but what is one thing looking forward that would make 2020 just absolutely amazing for you? This is the one where I'm just going to be like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh. Okay. How about this? When we have this, when we have this conversation again next year at this time, and we say, what, what was, what was the question about area of, oh yeah, the area of the most personal growth, what would you want to be able to come back? Okay. The area of 2020, Jamie. I love that. Um, I would love to say that 
that I feel balanced and that I'm, well, so I feel like there are two, but they all have, they both have to do with balance. Our fa- we were talking about Sabbath in our Take mm-hmm. 10 Tuesday in the Praying Christian Women community yesterday. And I felt like God has really just impressed on me that our family is overscheduled and not not in a legalistic Sabbath way, but just in mm-hmm. a, in a, like this, we do not keep the spirit of the Sabbath and we need, mm-hmm. we need to get back to that. So mm-hmm. I would say that if I could say there was one thing, it would be that I would look back and say, we, our family and me personally, I personally was able to honor the Sabbath and me. embrace a, mm-hmm. a Sabbath mentality That's of, cool. You know, which I think encompasses not only rest, but productivity. So the productive time is more productive. Mm, Rest time is more restful. And there's a lot Mm -hmm. of connection and communication, both with my family and friends. And yeah. 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 How about you? Hmm. What would make this year great? Um, You know, I would say having just that creative inspired energy through the year, having that sense of balance, you know, knowing when it's time to slow down and when it's time to just plug away, um, you know, having had a, just a creative productive year, like to me, that sounds really good. And then of course Mm -hmm. there's the family things just with God continuing to preserve our family and keep us from harm. And, you know, those, those sorts of things I absolutely would want to tie up in there, hopefully as things that can be taken for granted, but I know they can't, you yeah. know, so awesome. well, one thing I wanted to mention before we got off is that uh-huh. just with the podcast, I feel like one huge, I've just been thinking a lot about the last year of the podcast too. And one huge thing with praying Christian women that I have loved is engagement. And I remember us mm-hmm. praying, you know, specifically like what, what would you consider success for this mm-hmm. podcast? And I, I remember just thinking, well, engagement, and we've just had a lot of engagement this year with our listeners mm-hmm. and just feedback, and I love that. And so I'm, yeah, I just wanted to reflect on that and just say that I was thinking about that the other day. Yeah. I'm so thankful for our listeners that um, that let us know that the podcast means something to them and mm-hmm. that God is, they're hearing God speak to them through right. some of the topics we discuss. Yeah, yeah. So along those lines, you guys are, please go join our Facebook group, the Praying Christian Women Community, and leave comments where you listen to this and reviews. Those are amazing to get. And then we wanted to tell you, we have a series of videos that kind of walk you through some of these types of reflection questions for your year. And you can grab that at prayingchristianwomen.com slash new year if he wants to, um, you know, to kind of go through sort of like what Jamie and I just did, but to go through it with yourself and God in your prayer journal, basically just a time to reflect about the last year, make plans for the new year and, you know, give thanks, um, for all the amazing blessings that God has given you. So actually let's end with that. Cause it wasn't a specific question, but what's just some blessing that you're exceptionally grateful for as we wrap up this year, Jamie. Um, there's so many, but I would, uh, like just one blessing, any, 
any, any blessing. Um, You're not even being graded on this. Well, not to go back to my like, oh, the earthquake, but Uh our our home. I'm just thankful for our home. And I have just become increasingly thankful for the fact that we are, we're able to live in our home and that we were not Mm -hmm. displaced and that we have a roof over our heads. That's huge. And it's absolutely, especially in the winter. Yeah. Huge. Yes. Yep. Yep. No, that's a huge one. You know, a 7.1 earthquake, I think it lasted at least close to a minute. That could have been so devastating. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there are some countries that have suffered earthquakes that big and a hundred thousand people ended up dead. Um, And we had no fatalities up here in Alaska. That's just amazing. I'm just, yeah, I'm just so thankful all year long for just God's sustaining power, you know, for our family, for our state, just for the world. You know what I mean? Like there were so many things that I'm sure we're never going to have any awareness of this side of heaven that God is doing just to keep things functioning, (laughs) you know, and that's pretty, pretty amazing. I would say I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for you, Jamie. It's just been another really fun year of podcasting together. And I'm looking forward to another year podcasting with you. Me too. Yes. I'm so thankful for our friendship and our partnership. And it's just been such a blast. Yeah. And we're thankful for you guys for listening, for upholding, praying Christian women with your prayers. And I guess we should, we should close in a prayer, seeing as how this is the Praying Christian Women podcast. It would only be right to do that. <laughs> you want to wrap us up? Sure. Thank you, God, so much for this time of reflection and just thinking about the year that we've just come out of and the year that we're going into. Lord, we just pray that you'd be at the center of it all. I just lift up each person listening and pray that you would bring to their minds just... Um, ways that you have blessed them in this past year, um, that you would help them to trust you and and just to put their faith in you for this upcoming year for every single one of their needs. And that all of us would just be able to glorify you in this next year and grow and just become better versions of ourselves to draw closer to you through prayer and just in our daily walk with you. And um, we just give you the glory for all of it. In Jesus name. Amen. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of the Praying Christian Women podcast. We'd love to hear from you, so please leave us a comment to let us know what questions or topics we can address in future shows. Then hop over to prayingchristianwomen.com slash journal to download your free prayer guide. We're so glad you joined us for today's show, and we wish you God's deepest blessings as you draw closer to Him and change the world one prayer at a time.